Welcome to the Dawning Bliss Podcast, where we help humans on their path to happiness, love, light, and freedom. And now, here is your host, Tanika Dawn, life coach and NLP practitioner. I'm really excited to talk to you guys today about setting boundaries in our life and having personal policy. Most business places, as you'll see, or or as you know, have policies, right? No shoes, no shirt, no service. Um, We have to have similar policies in our life, but we often fail to do this. So, right, the word boundary and personal policy are very synonymous. If we don't have a boundary, right, we don't have a personal policy, and those really need to be born um, policy, personal policy or boundaries need to be born out of what you've learned is and isn't acceptable in your life um, from yourself and from other people. Right. This is a this is a full full plate. This is a full spread. So uh, it doesn't just cover other people like most people think it does. Um, it covers yourself too, right? So I have some personal policy for who I am, and then I have a personal policy for what I'm willing to accept from others. Um, and those things work together. And I will tell you what it really does um, for me and for those that I coach so that that um, they can benefit and maximize the benefit from having boundaries or personal policy. So, First, let me talk about personal policy um, for self. One of my favorite personal policies is my authenticity, right? Who I am doesn't change based on who you are. And I do that for me because um, it's important to me that I be my most honest, raw, and authentic self all the time. All right? I'm, I never want to be somebody that I'm not, and I never want to do or say something that doesn't allow me to sleep well at night. Now, this is different for everybody, right? I don't expect you to have the same personal policy or even um, motivator behind that personal policy. For me, right, I I don't want to get to the end of my day and sit there and go back through everything I said that I wished I hadn't. I don't want to go back through a behavior of mine and wished I hadn't done that. Uh, now, this does still happen, um, but very rarely um, in contrast to what it used to be, right? Before I had this personal policy or this boundary that is, is so well defined now. Um, and so like, for, for example, um, we were coaching volleyball games the other day. Uh, it was our tournament. And uh, the other coach was very surprised by a call. Uh, that the ref made. And it was very upsetting to her because they hadn't made the call throughout any of the season and just barely had made the call. So, so she reacted, um, uh, I would say in a triggered kind of way. She um, was like, I want the rule book right now. We're talking like sixth grade volleyball, you guys. Um, so she's like, I want the rule book. And she got the rule book and and she was trying to specify to clear her um, team for that foul, if you will. And, um, and by the time that she'd gotten the rule book out, took the time out and talked to the refs and blah, blah, blah. Uh, she'd come to the conclusion that, well, if right, they hadn't been calling it this whole time, then they shouldn't be calling it now. Well, 
in about the same time frame, um, one of my girls on my volleyball team that I coached did something that was uh, that was called. And very similarly, right? If we hadn't been calling it this whole time, why are we calling it now? Um, and, and it was my personal policy, okay, to not be as petty as I felt like the other coach was being. So I let it go. I said, all right, if you know what, if we screwed up, if we didn't follow the rules, if we, you know, we're outside of bounds, then, then that's, you know, that's, that's our consequence, right? That's our consequence. I didn't know. And if I didn't know, then that's my consequence for not knowing. And so um, part of it is accountability, but the, the other part of it is just being authentic. And right. We were at the last game of the tournament, the last tournament of the season, we had literally less than 15 minutes left. There was just, in my opinion, no reason. There was absolutely no reason to address it. So I didn't, um, right? There was no reason to be upset. There was no reason to stir any water. There was no reason to take any more of our time um, to address that. So we didn't. And and that, right, so that was authentically me, regardless of how other people in the situation behaved. And And that's a personal policy for me. I felt really good about the way I handled that. And that's that right there. I felt great about how I handled that. That saying in itself is part of creating internal peace, right? We have a goal as human beings is to have as much peace as possible with inside of us. Um, and, and that's just like life is hard and we want peace and we have to choose things that bring us peace. And so oftentimes, right, that is knowing what brings you peace and what disturbs your peace and choosing right? Things that help, uh, you know, facilitate peace versus things that facilitate unrest. So that's one for personal policy. I really like that one. I'm also brutally honest. Um, Now that does kind of conflict because I'm also really kind. So to be brutally honest and kind, don't, they don't always work synonymously. Uh, they, They can be very tricky, but that's a little bit of personal policy. How about, um, policy or boundaries for other people, right? So got a great scenario right now that I'd love to share with you happening real time in my life. Uh, and and the people I'm talking about may actually hear this and, and that's okay. And, and honestly, they probably won't, but that's all right too. So my biological father, uh, just a little backstory, pretty much uh, in and out of prison and on drugs and booze and violent relationships my whole life, uh, but was never really part of my life, right? He was an absent father, right? So I had a deadbeat, um, which a big picture. And in hindsight, I'm I'm thankful because had he tried to participate more, my life probably would have been more tumultuous than it was. So in hindsight, I'm thankful. However, so really absent, deadbeat dad, kind of a POS, right? Lots of really negative coping mechanisms, really toxic coping mechanisms. Uh, just just not a well-rounded dude, right? I didn't get to pick my parents, um, but that's what I got. I got for a father. So here recently, um, he decided that he was going to... Uh, run away from the law and he wants to come out where I live, right? Out of the blue. I have not seen him since I want to say 2014, maybe. I haven't seen him since then, whatever. It's been a long time. Um, And all of a sudden he wants to come see me. Um, I'm, I'm pissed. I'm pissed because uh, my personal boundary says, you know what? I, I am not a woman 
um, or human, right? Daughter, girl, whatever that deserves to be set on a shelf only to be taken off the shelf when you need me or want me in your life for your own personal benefit, right? I like two-way street relationships. And so um, up until, right, my father, I don't even know if this is all accurate, uh, up until he became a fugitive, or if he does actually become a fugitive, it's confusing right now. Um, he didn't want anything to do with me, right? He didn't reach out. He didn't care. Uh, he's, you know, that, that's been his pattern. It's been absent pretty much forever. Um, until all of a sudden he needs to run away. And now all of a sudden he thinks that I'm going to be his safe place. Um, so this is where a strong boundary comes in, right? Like as much as I would love to have a great, amazing, loving father and for him to come visit, A, that's not who he is. He's not a fantastic, great, loving father. He's a very toxic and troubled person. So A, boundary A, I don't want that kind of people in my life. I've worked really hard to outgrow that environment. Um, And then B, right, I do not allow people to use me. Um, if, If I can identify that you're using me, um, it, it, it's game over, right? That's a personal boundary I have. You don't get to use me as you see fit. I am worth more than that. Um, and so I don't want him to come. Um, and, and I have not, uh, drawn that line yet because so far I don't know that he is actually coming. Um, but if, if he was to let me know that he was headed this way, I would let him know that, um, if he does not want to end up in jail, he should just turn around or go somewhere else because my space and home and family is not about to aid and embed a fugitive that just wants to, I mean, a period, right? We're not going to do that period because that's not who we are. That's that's against my morals and values, um, even if it is my biological father. No, right? So, all right, enough about my stuff. How about other ways that we can use this, right? Other ways that it can plug and play in your life. So uh, I see this happen a lot in relationships. And I think that the message is really important. I just had this conversation with my teenager. So I got a teenage boy that uh, will often say things like this. Oh, I guess so-and-so and I are friends again. Or, oh, I guess I'm going to date her again. And and it's in that question, right? You can hear the question. And, oh, I guess. So it's not a certain thing. It's not he chose it. It's that people outside of him made a decision that he's going with or he's letting be the truth. And and if he had, right, if he had some personal boundaries, if he had some personal policy, um, these people wouldn't get to choose. He would get to choose, right? And And he does get to choose, but he doesn't recognize that. So I see this all the time in adult relationships, right? I'm not surprised to see it in teen relationships, but I see it in adult relationships on a regular basis where, forgive me guys, I have a cold. I'm trying so hard not to sniffle or cough or sneeze right now. Um, I see this in adult relationships where um, one person makes the decision that they do or do not want to be in the relationship and the other person just goes along with it. Um, but listen, it does take two and it, it takes two opinions. It takes two decisions. It takes two people, right? To 
to make a union or to separate it. Um, and oftentimes, I was just talking to a good friend of mine. Oftentimes, right, one person makes the decision and the other person lives with the consequence. Now, that's going to happen. But if you have some personal boundaries, right, uh, I, I just had this conversation. If she's not sure about you, then you're definitely not fucking sure about her, right? If he's not sure about you, then you're not sure about him. You do not want somebody who's not sure about you. That needs to be everyone's personal boundary, right? Um, you don't go all in and be sure with somebody who's not sure about you. That's not healthy for you. You are giving too much of yourself to someone who doesn't even know that they want it. So that's, I mean, it, it's like leaving money on a table. And I love, I can't remember who said this, but, um, you know, you don't, you don't walk in, um, you know, to a place of business and, and just leave money on the table. So now we do that, right, for tips and things. But we know that the waitress wants that money. Now, there are other places where it is very offensive to tip and they don't want that money. They don't want you to leave money on the table. Um, and I'm trying to tie this back. And so you don't want to, you don't want to let people cost you something when they don't even want what it's costing you. Right. So if somebody doesn't want your time and energy, right, they're ghosting you, they're not connecting, they're not engaging, then quit, quit, stop giving them your time, your energy, your headspace, your heart, your feelings, stop, right. They don't want it. If they did want it, they would be actively seeking that from you. And this is so these personal boundaries. You have to realize what's right for you and what's not right for you. What are you willing to accept and what aren't you willing to accept? And then holding those boundaries. That's a whole other conversation, right? So I have a boundary and I'm a little bit ashamed to share this, but this is the truth. I woke up my 14, almost 15 year old son for school this morning. He wasn't feeling real well. That's like every morning, right? He's a cranky teenager. But this morning, as I was trying to get him up, he called me a bitch. I wanted to, with every ounce of my being, fly off the freaking handle at him. I didn't. I was very quick to the point, right? I have a strong personal boundary that I will be respected. Um, I was being respectful to him, but yes, making him get up and go to school. That's my job. I was being respectful to him and he very strongly disrespected me. And right there, I nipped it, nipped it right in the butt. I was like, you will not talk to me that way. You get your butt out of bed and you better be upstairs in five minutes. And I walked out of his room. That was it. That was, that was the whole event. Um, he did not get out of bed, by the way, which I could tell you the whole story. But the point is, is that strong boundary. I will not be disrespected. If someone begins to disrespect me or does disrespect me, I will immediately and effectively address it. And I will address it in a way that I still feel good about who I am at the end of the day. I will still be kind. I will still be compassionate and understanding but I won't tolerate. Right. And, and I think so often people think that they can't have boundaries and hold those boundaries and still be kind and loving and sweet and compassionate. Yes, you can, you can absolutely be both, right? You can be kind and understanding and still say that's not acceptable. I understand that my son was tired and not feeling very good this morning and a little cranky. And that led him to calling me a bitch. But by no means whatsoever am I going to accept that behavior from him. That's a boundary. So we have to have them with ourselves, right? We have to have boundaries for ourselves. There are things I won't do because 
that's a hard boundary for me, right? So like um, cheating years ago in my early, early twenties, uh, I had to have been like 21. I cheated one time and I felt so gosh dang awful about it, about myself. I felt like, you know, this big, tiny, um, that I could never do it again. And so I set a boundary with my own self, right? Like you never will do that again, regardless of the circumstance or scenario or whatever, which it's not in alignment with who I am. Right. And therefore I have a boundary with myself. I also have boundaries, right. With other people. I have personal policy, which like I said, those things are synonymous, but we need to have these things because the less it's like a, you design a rule book for your life. Right. And, and we need this to live by because when we don't, we sit there and fixate over what should I do? What should I do? I don't know how to handle this. If you have personal policy and strong boundaries for yourself, you are always going to know for the most part, right? Maybe not a hundred percent of the time, but at least 85% of the time, you're going to know exactly how to handle any situation because you have your own personal morals, values, and, and policy to live by. Um, and, and it makes it easy. It takes a lot of guesswork out. It takes a lot of those confusing, frustrating moments out of your life and therefore allows you to have more inner peace. It also allows you to write, set, set these, these boundaries of what you will and will not accept. So you no longer have to, or feel like you have to accept bullshit from people who, who don't even care about you, let alone want, want what's best for you. Like the example I was giving of, of my biological father. He doesn't give a shit. He doesn't, he doesn't even for a second think about how aiding and abetting a fugitive would affect his grandchildren, let alone his daughter, right? He doesn't think about that. He doesn't care. Well, my husband and I, we we care. We care a whole a whole lot, right? And we care more about our current well-being and our children's well-being than the douchebag that knocked my mom's up, my mom up, right? Like we don't care about, I, I mean, that sounds so harsh. I'm trying to, trying to uh, find a nice way to say that, but I just, I don't, I don't, right. I don't give a shit what people don't give a shit. Now I love him. Um, and that's just like, I guess an inherently genetic thing. I want to say to have a love for the person that, you know, uh, gave you life. I, I appreciate that. And I have a love for him. Um, but quite frankly, I don't, I don't give a shit because it's, I don't have shits to give to that. Right. That's not, not my circus, not my monkeys, even if it is my biological father, that's a, that's a strong boundary that was set a number of years ago in my life. So we talked a little bit about it. We also have to have these policies in our businesses. Um, I know I have a, a huge audience of entrepreneurs way to go. Keep going, even if it's hard right now. I know how that works. It happens. You feel uh, feel down sometimes. Keep going. You'll get there. Success is on the other side of the dark. Um, but for my entrepreneurs, we have to have policy in our businesses, um, right? I, I've started taking on a lot more clients and with a lot more clients and people management, um, I've had to start creating some policies that... I never thought I would create, you know, like a cancellation policy that requires a deposit or requires a non-refundable um, amount or a fee if you cancel too soon. Um, so we, we've started creating some of those in my own business. Um, 
also some time frame policies, right? If you're more than 15 minutes late, your appointment's missed because I can't do 15 minutes late and still give you the whole session. I don't have time for that in my busy business anymore. Um, so if you're in business, you know what I'm talking about. There are some policies you need to create and you need to hold hold people to them. You need to hold those boundaries. If I hadn't held the boundary with my son this morning and the uh, name calling, uh, he would he would start to think that that was okay. And he would start to treat me that way on a regular basis. But because I don't tolerate that, right? He knows that he won't, he won't get to say that to me again without great consequences. He has great consequences already for his, his moment this morning. Um, and, and I think, you know, this, this plays into a whole other conversation, which I might cover next week. We'll see what's, we'll see what's cooking for next week is that we allow people to treat us however they treat us. We allow us to treat us however we treat us. And if we want that to change, we have to do something to change it, right? I I have a, a long history of dating guys that treated me like shit. Um, and, and let me rephrase that because the reality is I have a long history of letting guys treat me like shit. I wouldn't have dated them if I didn't think that the way they treated me was acceptable. Now, I didn't like it and I knew better, but I never set boundaries. I never held them accountable. I never called them out on their crap like I did my son this morning. I just, I tolerated it. And that did not work well for me for a long number of years. So here's my message to you from Dawning Bliss Coaching here in Idaho. I want you to set some boundaries, some personal policy for what you are and are not willing to accept in your life. I want you to know that you are worth holding those boundaries. Hold them strong. That does mean you will eliminate people from your life. But you know what? You want to eliminate people that were benefiting from a lack of boundaries. You want them gone. It'll do you a favor and you will have more inner peace. So that's it for today, you guys. I am so thankful you jumped on and joined me in the Dawning Bliss show where we try to help you find your path to happiness, love, light, and freedom. I'm Tanika Dawn. I look forward to hearing from you next week. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of the Dawning Bliss podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. For more podcasts and personal coaching, please visit us at dawningbliss.com. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll catch you in the next episode.